Hello and welcome to Couple Next Door from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The Couple Next Door, written by Peg Lynch and starring Peg Lynch and Alan Bunce. Get off there. Get off that sofa. Go on now. Get off. Dear, are you yelling at the dog? I certainly am. What's the matter with him? He knows he's not supposed to get up on the sofa. Oh, don't yell at him. Don't yell at him, dear. Thought you didn't want him on the furniture. You're the one who's been hollering at him most of the time. I know. I know. And it's all wrong. What do you mean all wrong? We spent a fortune getting all this stuff recovered last fall when we moved in here. I and... know, dear. And it's affected Brownie. And apparently that's why he's been cross and irritable. You know, you know how we noticed that? You said Brownie seemed so irritable? Yeah, but what's the furniture got to do with it? Well, where's Betsy? Huh? I don't know. She was here a minute ago. Well, I'd rather not go into it while she's around. I'll tell you about it tonight after she goes to bed. Tell me about what? Brownie! What about him? Well, I don't want to talk about it. Betsy might walk in the room well, here and I... Just tell me what it's about. Well, I had him at the vet's yesterday, as you know. Yes, yes. Well, I went over to Dr. Draper's to bring him back today after lunch. Oh, Dr. Draper is so nice. He's wonderful with animals. Yes, you know, yes, he yes, re- yes. Well, he'd had a bath. Dr. Draper? The dog! Yeah, I know. I, I'm just kidding. Go on, <laughs> That's go on. why I took him over yesterday, and they wanted him overnight so he'd be sure to be dry with his long hair and everything. Yes, yes. Well, I just happened to mention to Dr. Draper that Brownie had seemed more cross and irritable than he used to be. And it seems that he's, well, maladjusted. Who is? Brownie! Our dog is maladjusted? Yes. Well, I can't talk anymore. Here comes Betsy. Now, I'll explain it all after dinner. Johnny Dollar, in spite of writing the fanciest expense accounts in the industry, is in high demand by his employers. He's a freelance insurance investigator on the job only when the stakes are sky high. When murder or fraud covers a venal grab for profits... It's Johnny's job to jolt the facts from those involved. Detective work in all corners of the world is especially for yours truly, Johnny Dollar, one of your great Sunday listening treats on CBS Radio. Another is the swashbuckling hero of the wide open West, a gun-toting soldier of fortune whose card reads, Have gun, will travel. Paladin's his name, and danger is his game. Also in that select group is radio's outstanding theater of thrills, Suspense. Yes, it's still suspense on CBS Radio for drama well calculated to quicken the pulse and tingle the spine. And that's not all. Prize-winning Gunsmoke continues the exploits of Marshal Matt Dillon, the only effective law in old Dodge City. So listen to this station this Sunday for Gunsmoke, Suspense, Have Gun, Will Travel, and yours truly, Johnny Dollar. (laughs) 
Well, look here, I am certainly not going to wait until after dinner to hear about my dog being maladjusted. Where's Betsy? Betsy's lying on the living room floor with her crayons and her coloring book. Oh. Now, what is all this... I hope ab- she doesn't get any crayon marks on the rug. She takes the crayons out of the box, you know. Well, and you just should the- make her stay in her room to color. Oh, now, look, never mind that right now, will you? About I this stepped on a crayon the other day, and that waxy uh. stuff went right into the rug. Betsy, if you're going to color now, go on up to your room, Look, dear. why should our dog, who has nothing but the kindest of care... Betsy, did you hear me? I wish you'd speak to her. You're her father. Uh, speak Wait, to her about what? Well, if she's going to use those crayons to go color in her room. Uh, yes. Betsy, take your crayons and your coloring book on up to your room. Now, go on. Now, may I discuss the dog? Well, I am just sick about it. Oh, yes. Poor Brownie. Well, what is wrong? Remember when we moved out of our old house and moved over here to the new one? Well, yes, I remember it very well. It was only six months ago. What do you mean by that? Remember how we mentioned that the dog didn't seem to like the new house as well as the old one? Oh, for Pete's sake. Remember we mentioned it? Well, he seemed a little lost to begin with, but after a while he settled down. For the love of Mike Brown, he likes it out here, the lake, the woods. He's got ten times as much space to run around. Well, he didn't like it at all when we moved out here and we had to live in the garage at first. Well, I don't remember that any of us were very crazy about living in the garage. Well, that was the first move. Then we moved on into the house and Brownie had to get adjusted to that. You want French or Italian dressing on your salad? Garage is connected to the house. Why should the dog have to get adjusted to moving up three steps? French or Italian? Italian. I don't want any cucumbers. They're very good for you. They have vitamin C. Or is it A? I don't like cucumbers, Aunt Effie. Lots of us eat things we don't like, but we eat them because they're good for us. Yeah, well, I... I don't think I made enough frosting. Can't you stretch it a little? Take some off the top. Look... Hand me another spatula. Well, why should a dog have any Must trouble... Must you stand right in the middle of the floor, Look, dear? I'd be willing to stand on my head if somebody would please tell me what this dog business is all about. Your dog is mal-adjusted. Yeah, I heard that. I heard that. I he want to know... He is high-strung, cross, and irritable because he is on the verge of a nervous breakdown. Nervous breakdown. Well, now, Aunt Effie, Dr. Draper did not say that exactly. Well, now. it's what it amounts to. And it's no wonder the way the poor little thing is yelled at all the time. Some people don't deserve to have dogs the way they treat them. Why are you looking at me? Because I think it's terrible the way you yell at Brownie. The way I yell at him? What are you yes. talking about? Well, I, dear, I... you did yell at him a while ago. Well... You're yelling right now. We both heard you way out here in the look, kitchen. Do you want him on the furniture? I ask you now. His feet were wet... He's shedding. He's... I know, I know, but in the future, we are going to have to speak softly to him. We're going to have to treat him with extra kindness. Look, I don't think I have ever been unkind to a dog. Why, you yelled at him this morning at the breakfast table. Oh, I didn't yell, but it seems to me that, that just once, just once we could eat a meal without Brownie crawling o- under the table so, so that nobody has any place for their feet. Well, and you the... hurt his feelings. I think I can stretch this frosting. It's a little thin on the sides here. I should have doubled the rest of it. No, it looks fine, Aunt Effie. Now, now what were we saying? The dog. Yes. Well, Dr. Draper... Oh, Aunt Effie, there's more frosting in the bowl. Scrape that out. Oh. And I think you... Uh, where were we? Dr. Draper. Yes. He said that it is not at all unusual for dogs to become maladjusted when they move to a new place. Mm. Oh, Aunt Effie, I wouldn't fuss with that anymore. It looks fine. Oh, I should have doubled the recipe. No, no, I shouldn't have doubled the recipe. I should have taken once and a half. Yeah. And a half Boy, yes, I'll tell I you one thing. That dog on. isn't the only thing that's going to be maladjusted around here. If, if, if just once. All just right, now, once, just calm I, down. I, I just calm down. Don't get too excited. Brownie's going to be all right, dear. It's just that we have to sort of... Retrain him, I guess. Is About what? Well, just getting up on the furniture for one thing. In the old house, we were careless because we knew that we were moving and we were going to have everything recovered anyhow. 
So we didn't say much when Brownie would jump up on the sofa, you know, on the chair. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, then we got things recovered, moved in here, and now poor Brownie, on top of being in a new house, isn't allowed to jump up on things. We've yelled at him to get off, you know, and that's confused him. And it's upset him, mm -hmm. and he didn't just... tell him about the ruffle skirt on the wing-back chair. Oh, yes. You know the ruffle on the slipcover that was torn? No. Oh, yes, you do. The, the wing-back chair? The ruffle? It was torn? No, no, I don't remember. Oh, yes, you do, dear. All right, I remember. I remember. What, what, what about it? Brownie did it. Well, he has never chewed the furniture. I mean, since we got him a year ago. I mean, when he was a little puppy. Well, don't but... you know we wondered about mm -hmm. it? And one of those little round pillows on the sofa was chewed. Yes. Oh, oh, yeah, I guess I do remember something. Well, Brownie did those things? Apparently, Dr. Draper asked me if anything had been chewed, and then I remembered, and he said that, well, that shows how upset Brownie is, you see. He is getting even with us. You see? <gasps> it's time for one of his pills. Oh, yes. Good oh, heavens, yes. that's right. Brownie! Did you put him out? Well, no, well, well, what do you mean, one of his pills? Brownie, come on, boy. Huh? Come on, you're oh, darling. Oh, oh Brownie, come on, nice darling. Nice doggy. Yes, <laughs> he's a good boy. Oh, he's just <laughs> the best doggy. He's just <laughs> the best doggy. Oh, we love him give so him just a little yes. taste of frosting. Here. Oh, here. Now, I want to tell you, dogs do not like dog. baby talk, and he <laughs> certainly should not have frosting. No wonder that dog is maladjusted. My goodness, look at the dirty look he gave you. <laughs> Yes, wasn't that funny? He knows you yelled at him say. before. Now, where is pills? In the bottle right there. Just one, Aunt Effie. What kind of pills is he taking? Well, it's a tranquilizer of some kind, dear. To calm him down. Tranquilizer? Tran for the dog? Daddy, please, don't yell. But you're giving That's it. the main thing that we've got to be careful oh, I love of. that. My dog, my dog, who has nothing down, to do all day long but run around yes. having fun. Sleeps when he wants to, has the finest dog food just handed to him, while I, I slave all day long at the office, Dear. I wake up at night worrying about how I'm going to make ends meet, and who gets the tranquilizers? The dog. Well, you can borrow one of his pills if you want to. <laughs> yes, it might calm you down. Now, I have asked you, please, not to yell. I am going to call the vet. Tranquilizers for the dog. We'll return to the couple next door in just a moment. What's your definition of summertime fun? Is it a mountain retreat far from the madding crowd? Is it the beach where you're part of the madding crowd? How about a cool stream where they bite like crazy? Or do you go for the open road, new sights, new locales, and rolling countryside? Well, those are all popular definitions of summertime fun. Maybe yours is different, but here's something that's bound to be true. You can't go anywhere where radio can't tag along. Whether it's the radio in your car, a portable on your shoulder, or a table model balancing on the rustic fence, radio can join in your summertime fun and add a liberal dose of extra fun for good measure. There's a never-ending variety of entertainment in the sound difference that makes the different sound of this station backing its hard-hitting local operation with the product of CBS Radio. So, make sure radio's part of your summer fun. Take CBS Radio's network-sized entertainment with you when you go and when you return. And Effie? Yes, dear. Come in, come in. I wasn't asleep. Well, I made up such a nice box in the kitchen for Brownie, and I can't oh. find him. I, I thought oh. we'd let him sleep there instead of the basement. Well, now, come to think of it, I haven't seen him all evening. I didn't notice him after you, and I sat down no. to play Scrabble. You talking about the dog? 
Yes, I thought you were asleep. Have you seen him? I got him. He's in here with me. (laughs) Your husband goes from one extreme to the other. (laughs) (laughs) Good night, Aunt Effie. Good night, dear. Yeah. Aunt Effie and I stayed up much too late playing Scrabble and that... Brownie, get off the bed. Don't, don't yell at him. What's the matter with well, you? Look here, we finally broke him of that habit, and it's the one thing I really will look, not have. I talked to Dr. Draper about it, and he said Well, if said it was that... Dr. Draper's suggestion that the dog get on the bed, it then I... It was should... not his suggestion. It was mine. Now, I had a long talk with him. I remember that when we first got Brownie, I, I took him up to bed with me because he was just a puppy, and he was lonesome. Yes, I remember very well. Right. Before we got him, we were, you were emphatic that any dog we got would sleep in the garage. And the very first night, you crept down three in the morning, brought him up, and put him in bed with us. Well, he, he was lonesome, weren't you, huh? <laughs> look at him. You know, he just loves it here. <laughs> See how peaceful and happy he seems already? Yeah, well, now, look here. We're supposed to be retraining him not to get on things. Why do you start something? I am not starting he... anything. I'm only letting him sleep here until he begins to realize that life hasn't changed, that we still love him, really. And as soon as he gets it through his head... Well, he better get it through his head in one night because that's all the longer I'm going to sleep with four feet in my neck. Really, I think this is all wrong. <laughs> look at him, would you? Look? Well, I tell you, a dog can really get you, can't he? Look, look at those big brown velvet eyes. Yeah, <laughs> well, I hope you remember his big brown velvet eyes in the middle of the night when he drags his tail across your face and walks around on your stomach trying to get comfortable. Ah, well, I won't mind. (laughs) Shall I sleep somewhere else, or is there room for me? No, 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 he'll move over. Come on, Brownie, that's the boy. Ah, There we are. Come on, cuddle up. How can I? I was talking to the dog. Good night. The Couple Next Door is written by Peg Lynch and stars Peg Lynch and Alan Bunce with Margaret Hamilton and is produced by Walter Hart.